Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast Money Talks with John. I am awfully sorry, but I've been super, super busy for the last couple of weeks. There's been a lot of stuff going on in my life and a lot of things that are looking very good for the future. So the first thing that is different is that I quit my job or well I didn't really quit so my contract expired at the golf course where I was working it was getting really cold and dark and therefore they don't need as many workers anymore and the golf courses are pretty much about to close and by the end of this month which is October so I started a new job at a uh, what's it called, a uh, grocery store, there is, and my schedule is a little bit lucid at the moment, I have mostly done shifts at night, and I believe that's where I'm going to have most of my shifts, so it's going to be weekdays, no sorry, weekends and nights, which is pretty good because you get paid more, so I can't complain too much about that. And my golf season is pretty much over. I am going to practice still, but I have no more tournaments, which is sad in a way. But it's also good because I can focus more on nutrition, working out, and saving money. And my golf season starts up again in April. Let's see, what else is there? Alright, so yeah, other than those two things, I have some business ideas that I'm going to talk about at the end of this podcast, and I'm also going to talk about a book that I've recently read, and I'm actually considering putting a few minutes in every podcast to talk about a book that I do recommend. The name of this book is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I think it's a book that everyone should read early on in their life because it talks a lot about how money works and how we're, what's it called? We're not really taught a lot of financials in school. And reading this book has been really, really eye-opening, even for me. But we'll get to that later on, right? Right? So coming back to the job situation now, when you have a college degree and you talk to people that are either studying or they're not studying per se, but they're just working, for example, and you tell them you work in a grocery store, a lot of times they'll look at you and they may not say something but sometimes they do and they're like why do you work in a grocery store you have a college degree and you can make more money and i can see that point but at the same time this is not something that i want to do for the rest of my life that is to work in a grocery store right and i do think that it's possible for me to get a high paying job 
but that's not something that I want to do for the rest of my life either. So I'm kind of conflicted in terms of I don't want to just get a high paying job, work there for four or five months and then quit because I want to focus more on golf. No, that's why I think it's a good situation for me at the moment to work in this grocery store because I do get paid well above $30 an hour on weekends, which is very, very good. It's hard to find another job that pays that good. And they call this unconvenient work time, which, of course, yeah, you don't want to work every Saturday, Sunday, or Tuesday night, or whatever the unconvenient time may be. But for me, for example, I'm single, I'm young, and I don't have that much to do during those hours. Sure, every now and then I want to go out for some partying or whatnot, but not every day. So for me to take those shifts that most people don't want, I see it as really good profits being made. And for me to work on a Sunday between 2 o'clock and 10 o'clock, that's not bad at all. So if we do talk about my ambitions in life in terms of what I want to do, I don't really have a specific job or a specific type of company that I want to have for the rest of my life. But what I do know is that I want to play golf for the rest of my life. And if that is possible for me to do, then I'm going to take that chance. Okay, so that might sound confusing. Let me put it in this way instead. If I can somehow become financially independent, I know exactly what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Simple as that. I want to play golf every day. I want to hang out with friends, have a nice family, and live the good life. Not per se luxuries, luxury, 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 I don't know how to say that word really, but anyways, I want to live the good life. And for me, that is to play golf. So the business idea that I was talking about, it's in the process of being accomplished. And it's not one of those things where you sit down for a few hours and it's done. I'm not sure how many hours it's going to take me to actually get started within this. But for the last, I would say, two weeks, I've been researching and trying to figure out how to build websites through various sites. And... It's actually not as bad as I thought it would be because when people talk about websites and web shops, for example, just for, let's say, six six months ago, I would have been like, wow, that's that's not really for me. I'm not a programmer. I, I would have to hire someone to do that. But once I actually got on YouTube and I did some research on it, I can now say that I can build a simple website. So what I'm going to keep doing is to learn that skill and with that skill I want a business around it where people buy stuff from me and so I was sitting down 
I was thinking, and I, you know, trust me, I've been thinking about this for so many years. What's a good thing to come up with for a company? And I think a lot of people want to run their own company, but they're not sure what they want to sell or what type of product to offer. But one of those nights, I was up pretty late, and I was just thinking, I need to get started, and it's not that important what I start with, but I think the the knowledge and the experiences that comes with it is going to be priceless for me in the future, but I have to get started now, which I told you before, it's a perfect timing where I have a lot of time during the weekdays to actually start something. And so I started looking at different manufacturers from China and kind of looking at what type of market I want to get into. And then I started thinking about my own personal fixation with fashion. I do like to dress up. I do like to wear watches, earrings, nice t-shirts, jeans, shoes, you name it. But I was I started thinking about bracelets. And to me that is a nice accessory that makes any guy look better. And I don't know about if you have bracelets by yourself, for example, I do. I have a leather one. I have a golden one. I actually think I have two or three letter ones, actually. So I have a few. But I decided, like, I'm going to order a lot of these and set up a web shop, start a company, come up with a name, and just hopefully start making some. Even if I don't make profits, I just want to learn how to do business in real life. So at the moment... I don't have too much information on any types of progress. As of right now, I'm waiting for the product to come here. And I talked to the manufacturer today. And the product has shipped. And it should arrive here in about two weeks. So as soon as I get that situation worked on, I will give you guys more updates. And I feel like that's something that I'm going to keep doing throughout these episodes. I'm just going to, if something happens, if I hit a new sale record or anything like that, or I come up with improvements for the products, I'm going to share it with you guys instantly because I do feel like it would be fun for you to see how I'm doing. I know for me personally, I love to follow people, start something and to kind of see it grow for them. And I've done this through YouTube, like people starting their online sale or opening up their own plumber business or marketing bureau business, whatever. And hopefully that will also inspire you to actually think, is there anything that I'm very passionate about? And if there is, maybe there's a product that you can create and develop so that you can actually do the same thing. And with that in mind, let's look at ways that we can actually learn more about how money works and how to run a business. And 
of course, in today's society, you can go to YouTube or you can Google something. But what I've found is that a lot of times people want to sell you a course on the subject you're interested in, which I haven't really taken a lot of those courses. I do feel like they might help people. The content might be great. I don't know, really, but a lot of times they can be pretty expensive for you to start on. So another way that you can grow your mind is to read books. For me personally, I I do like to read books. When I was younger, I read a lot. And sometimes I'm surprised by people my age that are saying like, yeah, I would read something for school that I will, I will never pick up a book just to read. And I think there's a misconception there to where they haven't really gone to fall in love with books. Because when you do find a great book and you read it throughout almost all your spare time, you get so deep into what the book is about. It's a great feeling. And so actually, okay, so this book that I'm going to talk about, Rich Dad Poor Dad, I didn't read it. Sorry, guys, but I was actually listening to the book as a audio tape. And I haven't really done that too much, but it was it was kind of good because it was really easy to go back and listen to the parts where you feel like you didn't understand the topic. and it was quicker than to read. So I think it took me about a week to finish the audiobook because I was going back and forth and I was pausing just to take notes, research the quotes or the theories that the author presented. Rich Dad, Poor Dad was published in 1997, good year, by Robert Kiyosaki. And I'm not going to get too much into the life of the author and whatnot, but the way I understand it, he grew up in Hawaii. And what was very interesting for me is that Already the first page, I was really hooked and my jaw dropped a couple of times by surprise, like what he was saying. And I have, let me see here how many pages I have. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight and a half pages of notes in my notebook. And I'm not going to talk about every quote that I have or everything that I did learn. But there are a couple of things that I think are the most important. And that, those are the things that I want to discuss. So let me see, where should we start? All right, we can start with taxes. When you talk to people and you talk about taxes, it's kind of one of the, one of them things where... Obviously, for me at least, personally, I want the society to have taxes. I think taxes can be good, but I don't think it's good to have 
high taxes per se. I do come from a welfare state and I've seen firsthand how it helps a lot of people that are either whatever their situation is, they need some type of help from the government. And I've seen how that can help them. But a lot of times, from my experience, in a lot of cases, the country are going to spend money on things that aren't as necessary. Just because they have money, they have power, they're not going to give away their power. So Robert Kiyosaki says, taxes punish those who produce and reward those who doesn't produce. That's one quote right there. And I don't want to get too much into it. But I did think it was pretty funny to read. And throughout the book, he talked a lot about taxes. And my perspective on taxes changed a little bit. And once you start realizing how much taxes you actually do pay, you're kind of less motivated to work traditionally because what he essentially is saying is that he had two dads well one wasn't really his dad it was his best friend's dad spoiler alert but so his rich dad was his friend's dad and his poor dad was his actual dad and his actual dad worked as a teacher or sorry professor at a university he was well educated but he didn't understand money and the rich dad he didn't have an education but he knew a lot about business and entrepreneurship and he talks about how to learn to manage risks and how there's a difference between being poor and being broke where when you're broke it's temporary and but when you're poor it's eternal because the rich they learn how to avoid taxes through our corporations whereas most people that have a job they're employees they pay taxes on their actual income right and what's happening for those people is that they get stuck in what he calls the rat race so the rat race is pretty much an endless cycle where you work really hard and you get a paycheck and you don't you don't save too much because your expenses regardless of your pay is going to take up most of your paycheck so if you make fifteen thousand dollars a year you can kind of work with that you might have a small apartment you might have one car and you live for this in this way for a couple of years and then the theory is that obviously you you know you you get older you get a more high paying job and you have kids so your income is also going to increase so let's say now you're at $35,000 when you were at 15 or whatever the number was $15,000 a year maybe you saved $1,000 a year when you get up to 35,000, you feel like, oh, I have so much more money now, so I can actually buy the things that I want, that I want to. You feel like you can afford two cars, you can afford, afford a, a house instead of an apartment. 
And here's where the tax situation comes back to you because because the more money you make, the higher percentage of taxes you're gonna pay. And this is this is pretty scary to me, at least. Well, it's not scary like that. Sorry, I don't wanna spread what whatever type of things, but when you talk to people, you might compare salaries like, oh, he's making forty thousand. Well, I'm only making 35 regardless the difference is not that big because the guy making 40,000 is paying more taxes than you are and kind of depending where in the world you live most people have different tax systems but I started counting this way just for fun to see if I pick up let's say 50 more hours a month to work. Sure, I'm going to make more money. But it's not going to be that more beneficial at the end of the month because I have to sacrifice a lot of time and I have to pay more taxes. So with the rat race as well, the idea is that you do, you work hard. And this is kind of like the society thing where you're supposed to go to a good university, you're supposed to get a good job, get a house, mortgage, car, lease a car, be employed until you're 65, and then you retire. And you're supposed to have saved up a little bit of money throughout the stock market, enough to where you can actually live when you're 65. And that, that can work for a lot of people. But here's where I agree with the author as well, is that that's not the, the route that I want to go. I want to take a different route. And by reading this book, I really, really got motivated to find alternative ways to get income. At the end of the day, the rich are very different from the poor. And one of the ways they're different is that rich people acquire assets. Poor people and middle class acquire liabilities. and this was something that I agree on, first of all, but what he defines as an asset is is not textbook standard, right? And he's been he hasn't really been criticized for it per se, but in traditional economy, econ is not the same definition as his. But throughout his financial education in the book, he talks about what he defines as assets and what liabilities are. And a few examples of liabilities that the middle class and lower class acquire are cars. A car is a terrible investment because the second you drive it throughout the lot, it's going to lose a lot of its value. Whereas if you buy an an asset, the idea is that it's going to grow over time without you having to do anything. And other type of liabilities are houses and summer houses. And what else did he talk about? Never mind. Let's go into the asset column, right? Because he talks about the asset column. And if you grow your asset column over time, you're going to be very successful. That's kind of the 
the moral of this whole story. And assets can be companies, they can be stocks, but they can also be things that are going to make you smarter. So let's say you buy a book on financial, let's see, financial or just econ. You buy something that has to do with how money works. It could also be a class or a seminar. Um, yeah. I have this feeling where I'm. it's getting a little bit too more complicated for me to talk about. So I suggest that you either go to YouTube and you listen to this audiobook or you get it on Amazon or your local library because I do feel like it's going to help you become smarter. What he defines as financial IQ, your financial IQ is going to increase dramatically just by reading this book. And it was one of those books that I've heard about for probably seven years. I never, never listen to it or read it for whatever reason and to be completely honest if I read a book I prefer it to be like an entertainment thing but now after just this one book I'm very motivated to get into other books and just become smarter because there's a lot of knowledge out there and the second book that I want to read and hopefully talk about in the next podcast if i'm finished with the book is called what is this book called also one of them like top five all books that people recommend on the terms of money it okay yeah so it's called think rich grow rich and it's a pretty old book is written by Napoleon Hill. And I think it was pretty early in the 20th century that this book was published published, and it's been republished and it's got new examples and whatnot. I, I will let you know more about this book in the future. But I've heard great things about it and I've kind of skimmed a little bit. I've read a few pages. And even with Rich Dad Poor Dad, it doesn't just talk about money. It talks about a lot of things in life that we don't really tend to discuss. Life philosophies, you know, what's the meaning of life? So I definitely recommend that you go to your library or Amazon or YouTube and you research this topic a little bit more. wrap this whole episode up i want to thank you guys a lot for listening it means a lot to me i'm just sitting here at the house and talking about you know my future ambitions about myself and how to become more knowledgeable in general this podcast is not solely about investing it's also a little bit more about more about me and you know a young guy trying to make his way in life right So I really do appreciate you listening. And 
what else is there to say, right? <laughs> if you want to follow my life more consistent, I do recommend you go to my Instagram, which is JonasC97. So I know that's a weird name. It's just, uh, how do you spell this? J O N I S Z 97, right? So if you go in there and you DM me or anything like that, you know, I would like to, you know, if you have any questions or you want a piece of advice or whatever it might be, if you have questions about the podcast or what I want to do in life, just feel free to hit me up and follow me and. If you want to share this podcast, that would be great as well. And yeah, so I believe that is all from me today. I do, again, appreciate you listening. And hopefully I'll, uh, I'll, ha- I'll be more active on this platform. And I'll make another episode pretty much soon where I'll talk more about what's new, how my business is coming up, and about this book, uh, Grow Rich, How to Think. What's the name of the book? Damn, did I mess it up? Think Rich, Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. All right, guys. Cheers. Have a good day.